0: welcome back to Culture Plus Kingdom and Entrepreneurship Podcast. I am your host, Tamira. I miss you guys. It's been a while, but I'm here with another great guest. Uh, Cameron Brown is the founder and CEO of Naturally Cam, a sustainable fashion and and lifestyle blog. Cameron is an avid foodie, shopaholic, and travel enthusiast. Among other things, she is here living her best life and more than happy to share it with all of you. One of the main goals at Naturally Cam is to raise awareness and support for affordable and accessible fashion for all. And we enjoy doing so through content creation and styling services. Another goal with the brand is to encourage and uplift other entrepreneurs and creatives to be their best selves, just as she is. There's no better feeling than being the happiest version of you and having your voice and influence heard and honored. Cameron hopes her blog serves as an inspiration for you all to follow your dreams as she have. Oh, I love that. So how are you today, Cameron?
1: I'm great. How are you? I'm good.
0: How was your weekend so far?
1: Uh, it was kind of busy, admittedly. I um I had to take a do nothing day today because I had a really busy day yesterday. I completed my first event with a brand, so I'm really excited about that. But it took a lot out of me. So. Right. <laughs> and you know
0: what? I don't know if you feel like this, but I do. I think the weekends go by so fast, too fast. You yeah, know? I really do. Yeah, do. it's kind of like as soon as Friday hit you like blink your eyes and then it's sunday ready for monday all over again mhm all right so let me start off by saying first of all i love your style Thank i was you. <laughs> i was <laughs> stop i was stalking your ig before i decided to send you a message i was like i really love you know the vintage how she incorporates the vintage i, I just love it like with your natural hair and everything i just i think it's so cool and chic so Appreciate. It. <laughs> so, how did you get into blogging?
1: Okay, well, so I started off on YouTube originally, so that's that's where Naturally Cam started in the first place. Mm-hmm. I started my YouTube channel at the end of 2015, mm-hmm. and I was active on YouTube like exclusively for maybe about two years, and. I've always really been into writing, and I've always been good at it. You know, I grew up writing stories and short stories, poems, you name it. And mm-hmm. so, it had always been one of my goals to have my own website. Mm-hmm. And so, I launched NaturallyCam dot com in October twenty seventeen. Okay. So, I guess technically, like if because you, YouTube does count as blogging, right. I've been blogging since twenty fifteen, but I've had an official website since twenty seventeen.
0: Oh, okay, and I didn't know that you had um, YouTube, so that's kind of one thing that I wanted to ask you today. So it's kind of good that you you know you said that because that way it'll be kind of easier to, um, for me to understand now. So I did notice um that you do events with Goodwill, and I didn't know I didn't know that this was your first event. You just said that, (laughs) so um you know the summer style exchange event, which I was going to try to come to, but when I realized it was so early. I was yeah. like, yeah, uh, you know, cuz I live in Baltimore and oh, I think it yeah, and I think it was in Alexandria, so I was like, oh, I'm not uh, yeah, I'm not going to be able to make it. But at this event, um you curated your own clothing rack of looks um that, you know, that you selected for the for the event. So Um, You know, everyone's into sustainable fashion now. And sustainable fashion means eco-friendly practices in the fashion industry. Um, This is the uh, definition. uh, Referencing the approach of designing, producing, and consuming clothes that represent the planet by causing little to no damage. Um, You know, therefore, it helps the environment. It sustains the environment. So why do you think sustainable fashion is so important now? Um,
1: Well, sustainable fashion... Has always been important, mm-hmm. but it's especially important now mm-hmm. because I think, I think the world is finally catching up in realizing the impact that the fashion industry has okay. on the on the world as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like fashion is in the top, like the fashion industry is just under the oil industry for the most polluting and damaging industries on the planet. Wow! Just just the amount of what like there are, there are so many facts about the fashion industry, and particularly fast fashion in general, that will blow your mind. And the problem with society is, while society mainly focuses on the brand aspect of it, Mm -hmm. like they feel like fashion brands aren't doing enough to be sustainable in their practices, in their sourcing, in their materials, in their labor, everything, which is true. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, the majority, a lot, of, a lot of damage that comes from our planet comes from the consumer side and not the brand side because a lot of people tend to throw, just throw their clothes away. You'd be surprised at how wasteful of a species we are. And it's sad. And it's important that the world is taking notice now because mm-hmm. we only have one planet.
0: Right, you're and right.
1: We have to do our best to lower our impact and to take care of what we have left.
0: And that's very interesting that you said fast fashion because that's the space that I'm in. As far as I have a, um e-commerce store and, you know, mm-hmm. I sell fast fashion items. So now it really makes me want to research this because, I, you know, I never knew that. I never knew that, you know, um, we were damaging, you know, it, 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 fast fashion is damaging in a lot of different ways. I never really thought about it like that, you know? hmm Well,
1: if you're well, I mean, if you're selling fast fashion, Mm -hmm. it's it's important for people on both sides of the aisle to be considerate. Uh It's important for fast fashion brands to make smarter choices as far as sourcing and using higher quality materials, Mm -hmm. and making sure that clothes last longer.
0: Exactly. Because
1: there are a lot of stores. Well, I won't name any. I mean, but you, you know, a lot of fast fashion brands they just churn clothes out every, like new clothes every month, Mm -hmm. new clothes every season. Mm -hmm. And they churn out the clothes at such an alarm, at such a fast paced rate, which is the concept of fast fashion. They're just trying to keep up with the designer trends. Mm -hmm. And then oftentimes consumers just buy, 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 Mm -hmm. but don't properly dispose of their clothing. Like, Like tons of clothing ends up in the landfill every year when it's perfectly good clothes, a lot of times brands like brands themselves throughout their clothes and consumers throughout their clothes so i think the important thing is if you're a if you're a brand selling fast fashion mm-hmm. you can just be conscious as far as okay well where am i getting my clothes from right. how well these clothes made right how long will they last mm-hmm. as opposed to just getting something that's just good for the moment
0: And it makes sense. And it also makes me think about, you know, how a lot of times people say that we should always invest in pieces, you know, quality pieces. So a lot of times that means you're going to spend more money. But then when you think about it, you'll have it longer. So you won't have to feel like, okay if you're buying from, you know, a cheaper store, you have to every month or so you have to go and buy something new because after you wash a certain piece, you know, it's destroyed. You know, you can't wear it anymore. So it's kind of like we really have to be conscious to think about how we're spending our money, where we're spending our money, and how often, you know? Right. Okay. So, yeah. I, I like that. I never even knew that. It gives me something to think about. <laughs> so,
1: the more you know. Huh? I said the more you
0: know. Right. So let's talk about content creation. What's your process for selecting the right content to post, um, whether it's on your blog or on social media?
1: Um well here recently I've changed my content process mm-hmm. to, to to be more useful to my audience because i I've, I'm a huge fan of because you know I, I started on YouTube I watch a lot of people on YouTube I read a lot of people's blogs right i the, what draws me in is useful content will I learn something from reading your stuff or from watching your video? Mm-hmm. what are my takeaways if i take in your content so when I'm creating that for my audience I try to stay My I try I try to stay in the lane of sustainable fashion sustainable lifestyle and think of different aspects of it so I was like okay I, I preach about sustainable fashion all day so what can I do how can I like fall 2019 is coming right specifically you know like there are a lot of new trends that are on the rise there are things that people want to try how can i get people to basically be current with Mm -hmm. fashion Mm -hmm. but to do it in a sustainable way and so i often center my content around well i have my own personal style i like to think myself i think i like to think of my style as more classic Okay. But I do like to follow trends here and there. And so for, for a lot of my readers, a lot of my followers who might be into trends, mm-hmm. I do like to show them like different ways they can do that without getting into the fast fashion frenzy.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you'd be surprised. Like you can find a lot of, cause like I, I tell people all the time, fashion is just a cycle. Um, decades repeat themselves. Exactly. Style repeat themselves. Mm-hmm. And so right now, um, the 80s and 90s are currently huge and they're trending mm-hmm. in the back world, in the high fashion world and what I've discovered with a lot of fast fashion brands or just brands in general there's this quote unquote retro resurgence mm. where you you get like vintage inspired stuff like stuff that looks vintage right. but it's actually vintage and my issue with that is as a as a, as a upcoming vintage shop owner so I have I have a clothing business as well so like I Mm -hmm. like I understand Mm -hmm. but as as a vintage shop owner Mm -hmm. I don't understand the retro resurgence as far as why buy into retro items versus actual vintage there are plenty of actual vintage pieces that you can find you can find them online in vintage shops Mm -hmm. or you can go and thrift them yourself like, you can actually take part in the experience with real vintage pieces. And I'm really particular about real vintage, promoting to my followers real vintage, real clothes,
0: you know, okay. just realness. So how can you, so say, for instance, I'm a, um, you know, a first-time uh, vintage shopper. And, I pick, and I'm going there and I'm picking up something that is what you consider retro but not vintage. How can we tell the difference between you know something that's really came from the seventies, versus something that just has kind of like a retro feel or retro look, but it's not really a authentic seventies piece. Mm-hmm. Well, for that
1: for that specific decade, I'm not particularly good at it. I'm really okay kind of like eighties
0: and 90s, okay well eighties so. and nineties
1: then <laughs> <laughs> like I'll I'll use I'll use that as an example okay you can um you can really tell by. The quality of materials. Mm-hmm. You can tell by tags a lot of times. Like like a lot of the giveaways is if you see because I, I I I can I can use scarf print as an example.
0: Okay. Um,
1: I love Zara. Like that's that's the yeah, I'm Fashion that <laughs> like because I love their shoes. I love Zara. Right. They they make a lot of scarf print because you know scarf print was a really big trend last fall, mm-hmm. and you know it's, people still wear it here and there but but you know they're like a zara scarf print top versus like an actual vintage scarf print top Uh if you look at the zara scarf print top it's thinner nine times out of ten it's made of polyester Hmm. Uh, nine times out of ten authentic vintage pieces Mm -hmm. up until a certain point i think it was like the early 90s most vintage pieces were made in the usa because of labor unions and stuff. Hmm. And they were made of like materials like nylon, rayon, you know, so so that, so that that's all on the tags. When you look at the tags while you're thrifting, okay. well, for, like linen, like 100% linen, 100% rayon, 100% nylon. Because then like the mid nineties is when you start getting more brands that are using more blended fabrics of like polyester mm-hmm. and brands started outsourcing. Their, 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 um, their manufacturing to
0: okay. China. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: So oh. as long as it's made in the USA, it's made of a more like a like a, I'm I'm trying to say like a more whole fabric or like like not a blended fabric. Not a blended
0: like, fabric. Okay. Okay. And mostly things are blended. Like everything is like it's not just one hundred percent. You know, I I've noticed that too with me buying clothes from different vendors and most of most of that stuff comes from china and um you know it's all it's always a poly blend all the time you know most of them anyways um okay so we talked about youtube a little bit but with a lot of youtubers um you know influencers they're killing the content game because of the fact that they're able to take their viewers with them practically in everything they do you know with vlogging right so, you know, you're a writer, you like to write. So what are some things that you do as a blogger to keep your readership numbers high and also your engagement climbing without always thinking that, you know, oh, maybe I should do a video, you know, because you still want to keep that freshness of your writing and have your readers engaged that way. You know, what what tips do you or, you know, can you give to a blogger that's, kind of in that space right now you know they want to still mm-hmm. keep their blog fresh with good readership you know good content for that but they but they also on the on the line of thinking like well maybe I should do more video videos because that's where a lot of people you know attention span is you know some people don't want to sit and read you know they love to visual we're in the visual age now everything is about watching videos and pictures and things
1: hmm Okay, well I will, my, my number one tip, and I use this all the time, and it's been working a lot better for me recently. Okay. Just asking your audience what they want. Hmm. Uh, I will, because I, 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 I post every day to Instagram, a lot. oftentimes I'll have my caption, and then I'll usually, 98% of the time, I end my captions with a question.
0: Okay. So that
1: opens the dialogue. For my audience to answer the question or to give me their thoughts on whatever the topic of the day is. And then oftentimes I'll ask on my stories, like, what content would you like to see? Mm-hmm. And I'll just I'll have my ears to the ground, you know, as far as hearing like what, what's, a com- what's common amongst my audience, like what people want. Like I'll give an example.
0: Okay. Um,
1: I recently dropped a belt tutorial I've I, seen I that my one. Belt a certain way yeah
0: I seen that one
1: <laughs> and I mainly made the tutorial because I had enough people asking and commenting I love the way you do that but mm-hmm. I don't know how to do it I've been trying to do it but I can't figure it out how do you do that and so I'm just like okay well enough people ask so I'm like well this would be some useful content and so I created the belt tutorial and people love that right so it's just more so of Getting to know your audience. Because mm-hmm. like, we, as content creators, we often get sucked into the void of just making content okay. that we like. Right. Which is,
0: mm-hmm. I mean, you,
1: like, you're entitled to do that. It's, it's your platform. But at the same time, if you want to keep your audience interested in you, and you want to keep your audience interested in what you're doing, mm-hmm. A, keep it real. B, make sure that you let them know you care about them. You care about their input ask Mm -hmm. questions Mm -hmm. ask how their day is ask what they like most about you or why they follow you you know and and see what kind of answers you get oh I follow you because I love your fashion content oh I follow you because you make great videos oh I follow you because you know I love your blog posts so you get insight as to what people like more Mm -hmm. and you can create more of that thing
0: I like that and do you do this by, like, polling? Have you ever done, you know, on Instagram how they do, like, the question and then they'll take a poll? Have you ever done that? Or you just basically X and then read the comments of what your followers are saying?
1: So funny story. I actually get the most responses when I poll on my stories. Oh, okay. Doing question boxes. Mm-hmm. I love my audience, but they don't answer my question boxes. And it's frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> that. Because I feel like for me, you know, the content creator, you're like, what would you like to see, and that that you would think that's the most direct way right. of getting what you want. And mm-hmm.
0: they don't. that.
1: Whereas if you give more choices, like, do you want a how to video mm-hmm. or do you want a blog post about this, and then they'll just pick one. You know, it's it's if you make it easier for your audience. Like, I feel like with the question box, to kind of make like. It kind of makes your audience think too hard.
0: Okay. <laughs> and we don't want to give them too many options, right? Right. Because people right. can't choose and then they'll just skip it. I agree with that. Yeah, Right.
1: Like, keep them engaged. Like right. Like, make it very simple. Like, mm-hmm. do you want this or this? Mm-hmm. And I've found that I get a lot more feedback when I do polls that way.
0: And another thing, like, I was talking to one of my other friends that um she – as a business owner as well and I was telling her you know we have to always add a call to action and sometimes we forget that but just listening to your you know your answer is like with everything that you do even by posting even by asking your listeners you know what do they want to see that's still a call to action you know mm-hmm. and so do you think that um, you know is it like consciously you're doing a call to action or is just something that you've always done, you know. How sometimes we don't think like, oh, we forgot to make a call to action in this post, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think for the most part, mine when I do it, it's kind of see for stories, it's uh, purposely done. Okay. Like, like I'll do, I'll do like an, like an unboxing, or I'll do a haul, mm-hmm. and then I'll do a poll at the end. Mm-hmm. Was this helpful? Do you want to see more of this? Whereas in my feed it's more indirect because okay. I'm just genuinely trying to start a conversation right. in my feed mm-hmm. and then people just like answer mm-hmm. and we start a dialogue that way and I, and I hear people's perspectives and more of pe- what people might want for future posts. Mm-hmm. So it, it depends on where I'm posting. For okay. stories it's more direct whereas um, my posts are just more conversational.
0: Okay. Got it. So <clears throat> We talked about, you know, how do you how do you stay different from YouTube and keep your um, audience engaged and, you know, uh, your numbers up and everything. So uh, for someone who's trying to start a blog, I mean, they don't know anything about a blog, but they like to write. They, you know, um, they love pictures, but they like, I don't know where I can start. Can you give us three steps to starting a blog? I mean, just three steps to if you had if all you have is your name, but you don't know what, um, you know, website to use, what host to use or what camera or if you can just use your cell phone. You know, what three tips or steps that you can tell them to do right now today to get the process started?
1: Mm, OK, so that's a good question. <laughs> um. I'm trying to think of where, because I when I when I think of when I when people ask questions, I always try to relate back to my personal experience. Okay. Um,
0: and that's the most authentic because you know they're asking you for a reason, right? So yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I know, I know. For me, I just like when I started my website. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, what holds you back as an upcoming blogger is yourself. Hmm. You overthink you're like oh well, I don't know if people will like this I don't know if people will read it mm-hmm. and the thing is that's true you don't know right. but you have to post it anyway right and so what I did was you know just so so my, my my step one okay whatever your first article is like whatever whatever your passion is find that passion so let's say you like like in my case, you like sustainable fashion. My first blog post wasn't about sustainable fashion. I li- my first blog post was actually about uh, uh, bralettes for big boobs.
0: Oh, <laughs> I missed that one because I, <laughs> I need to go back and look at that one. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I mean, because I'm a, I'm a double D. So okay. I, I'm, I'm like, okay, well, let me find something believable. And I literally just talked about a bralette that I had bought recently mm-hmm. and how well I liked it. So you just find something that you like. You write about it, and the thing is, you post it without thinking about it. Right? Like just post it.
0: Just do it, right?
1: Yeah, just do it. (laughs) Just just throw the first post out there, even if because I started on WordPress. Even even if you like, if you want like a really easy. Um, platform to start mm. with wordpress is really simple
0: okay
1: they, you, they make it incredibly easy for you to make your first post okay even if that's just your starter site because i'm not on wordpress anymore and now i'm on squarespace okay but that's like the easiest like if you just want to drop a blog post and run mm-hmm. you can do that okay uh, as far as so that's like for the website and getting your first post out okay as as far as photos so i'm, I'm doing it like that so like that's step one. um the step two I guess I'll talk about photos um just use whatever you have Mm -hmm. even if you don't have the highest most top-of-the-line camera yet you don't I mean eventually because I because I eventually upgraded and I have my cameras now but I started off on my cell phone yeah I if you have an iPhone or Mm -hmm. if you have a really good if you have an Android phone with a really good camera Mm -hmm it's really more so about the editing apps you use
0: oh okay
1: i mean the quality of your photo matters Mm -hmm. like to start with which is why like nine times out of ten like iphone iphone cameras do shoot in 4k Mm -hmm. like you can you can get a really good quality photo from iphone like one of my uh favorite actually my favorite blogger um song of style okay She's, like, I have her book where she shows how she does her photos. She's the iPhone photo queen. Really? Yeah. like, she, like the, I mean, she has photographers, mm-hmm. but she takes a lot of her photos with mm-hmm. her iPhone. And it's more so about the editing apps you use and less about your equipment. Because you can have the best equipment in the world and take crappy photos. So it's really just more so... Your vision, Mm -hmm. like what you want, like if you to start out, your phone is your best friend. Yeah, that's all you need. Okay, so that was so website step one. Okay, step two. So like okay, step three. I don't know.
0: Well, step well, both of those are really good. So you know, step one that'll get you started, right? That's what we want to know. What'll get you started is um, let's say WordPress. Step Mm -hmm. two, you said. A you can use your phone and just invest in good editing apps, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so if you don't have another one, I think they they are great steps, you know. that's for someone who doesn't know how to start at all, this will get them started. And then after they, you know, play around with what you know different content, um, you know, different articles they might want to write about or whatever, you know, feelings they have towards you know a topic. And then after they get one, because it's like this, when you download one, um, you know, uh, editing app with me, uh-huh. you download another one, then another one. Because you want to see, like, you know, which one works the best. So oh, it's yeah. kind of like, you know you, you know, you just keep playing with different ones, right?
1: Mm-hmm. So Oh, I did forget, like, step three is, well, kind of obvious to me, but mm-hmm. I, like, it's obvious to me now, but it took me a while to get to this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, step three is be you.
0: Yeah, be your authentic yeah. self, right?
1: Because mm-hmm. you'd be amazed at how um, how people hide behind, per, like, online personas that mm-hmm. aren't really. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, being being totally transparent, I had a bit of a crisis in 2018, and that's kind of why I cut all my hair off to begin with.
0: Oh, really?
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I've I've been natural for six years, and then I big-chopped again because I kind of lost who I was. Mm. Yeah, I I felt like I wasn't being my authentic self.
0: Yeah, and it is, I mean, not getting too personal, but did it have anything to do with the whole, you know, social media, and then you trying to launch your own brand, or just different?
1: No, it was just for me. Okay, just for you. Like, me personally, I didn't know who I was, and I, I didn't realize that it was spilling over into everything else I was doing right. until I, I had, I had a, I had a conversation and I feel like it was God actually that, that um, was kind of asking me like, like when, 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 when God um, speaks to me, mm-hmm. I always feel a tingle at the base of my spine. Right. <laughs> and um, I felt a tingle one day and the boy, and the boy said, mm-hmm. is it who you are? Who are you? Right. And he you know,
0: I'm sorry. I'm go sorry.
1: ahead. I was I was I was hiding behind wigs. I um, wasn't showing my natural hair, and you know, because I I, I I started to blend my identity into like makeup and wigs, and you know, just mm-hmm. like things that aren't really me. Right. And so I had to get back to who. I was and see once I got back to who I was and who I am everything else clicked into place for me like I was on brand finally work started coming in (laughs) you know you'd be amazed at how you hold yourself back when you don't when you aren't your authentic self so for my step three I I'll say be your authentic self
0: I love that. That's the best one you gave. Like I love the other two, but that's definitely the best one. And just going back to like hearing from God, it's 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 crazy because He'll speak to us like in different ways, you know. And 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 that's something that I've had to deal with because you know with me building my relationship, I used to ask my mom and and you know my grandmother and different people like, how do you hear from God? You know. And it's like I've realized once you start to build your relationship with him that's when you can hear his voice you Mm -hmm. know better so and it's like how you said you know he was you know you were getting back to yourself but it's also in that process as as you getting back to yourself you're also getting back to him too you know because then what's happened work is starting to come in you know everything is starting to fall into place Mm
1: -hmm. but you
0: had to sit and really listen to him and hear what he was saying before Mm -hmm. all of these things happened right
1: right i i i totally agree with that because that, that, that was the mean that was like the baseline like mm-hmm. like who are you is this who you are and so honestly like not even being dramatic i feel like it was god who drove me to cut my hair
0: and i definitely i i definitely 100 percent think that's what it was too i definitely agree because me being there and going through different things also in my life I know how you felt. I know when you can hear that voice. I know when he's talking to you, you know, and different things that people won't understand. Like some you know, a lot of people will understand if you tell them that, oh, you know, I had to do this. They won't understand your reasoning for it. So, yeah. Okay, so you already said something about your store, but um I'll say it. I see that you're launching a <laughs> I see that you're launching a vintage store. Um, in September, and I don't want to pronounce it wrong. Is it Amori? Armor. Uh, um? Armoire. Wow. Okay. Arm <laughs> <Amour. laughs> Vintage. Okay. So that's very exciting. Um, can you tell us without revealing, you know, too much? Um, is it anything you can tell us about? Um, what made you want to launch your own store? And um, if you can, will you be selling other items besides clothes? Besides vintage
1: clothes. Okay, well, I'll start with, I started, I started the brand because this is something that I've been manifesting all year, and I've been really big on manifestation and listening to what God has to say, Mm -hmm. that's one, that's been another one of those things, I've been asking God for guidance on where, you know, where, like, what path I should take, and... I, I'm really into personally I love vintage fashion I'm huge into vintage fashion right and so I had been wanting to own my own shop like even since before I started the vlog and it finally clicked oh well you know I see other I have because I follow a lot of other vintage shops okay um, and I love them like I love their content they sell really good stuff and I'm and I'm just like you know what because I, I ask God all the time for like other streams of income like other ideas mm-hmm. and i'm just like well you know what i source vintage all the time why don't I just sell it
0: right and you have a good eye so i think that's you know <laughs> a good way yeah
1: thank you mm-hmm. i can't i can't tell you uh why i picked the name um armoire vintage mm-hmm. because armoire and armoire is a like another name for a vintage wardrobe
0: oh yeah so, armoire. okay yeah yeah okay
1: so I originally wanted to title it "The Armoire," but "Armoire Vintage" sounds better.
0: Yeah. So oh, I was like, oh.
1: in 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 theory, like I'm bringing you into my armoire.
0: I like that. Like I'm bringing, yeah, like I'm bringing you into my closet, but not closet armoire. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Thank like you. It. As,
1: as far as for your, as for your question, mm-hmm. um, I'm starting off with vintage clothes, but I do eventually want to. Branch off into jewelry and accessories.
0: Cool. Eventually,
1: I'm, I do. I am. I'm planning like capsule collections, like for different seasons. I'm trying. I'm trying to operate it like a high fashion brand, like right. having like, like a fall winter collection mm-hmm. or like a spring summer collection. Um, this first drop probably won't be that organized, like as organized mm-hmm. at that. Mm-hmm. But that is my goal. To That's get. the goal
0: yeah I like it, but guess what? You're just doing it, right? so yeah, yeah, you're just gonna after you learn your customers and you know everything what they like, and then it'll all fall into place. but I like the whole idea. I like the whole capsule collection and everything I like it, Thank you. yeah, so this is a personal question for me um, so I'm always trying to increase my following and engagement on Instagram, and i you have a nice following, I like your engagement, I like mostly everything you post all of it i like your stories and everything um i think you keep your followers and followers engaged right so what are tips you can give me and others who are trying to do the same i'm trying to get followers up and i'm trying to have people be more engaged in my posts. i'm it's like it it takes me a while to figure that out It you know and it's like i'm a i am good in person like you know i had a um a cart in the mall, you know, and that's where I sold like a lot of my items and I do like a lot of um, pop-ups and stuff. And it's like, I'm good in person, but like online, I don't really like to do live and, you know, go on um, stories that much, but I know this is something that I have to do. So what advice can you give me and others like me?
1: Okay. Well, I will speak to your comment on stories first, because I feel that spiritually. That was totally me earlier this year and before I was just like, I don't see the point of Instagram stories. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't, I don't don't understand it. Why do I need to do it? And and, and it was mainly because I was self-conscious of me. Like I, it was, it was, it was an internal thing. Mm -hmm. It was like, well, I don't want to be on stories. And then people think I'm boring Or people don't, you know, or people don't watch. And so I actually, you know, I did one of my polls. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I did one of my polls and I was like, Do you think I should be on (laughs) stories? It was an overwhelming yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay, okay. So, you know, like people people just want to even if you're just eating breakfast, Mm -hmm. even if you're just in the mall or, you know, whatever you're doing, people follow you for you. Right. They like your content, but mm-hmm. ultimately they like you because mm-hmm. they can get content from anybody.
0: Okay, but they like you, right?
1: So stories is big because people get to see you, right?
0: So like show your build yourself. like I like, like, like your
1: like your feed is like curated content, mm-hmm. whereas your stories is you.
0: Hmm.
1: So that like that that's who you really are. Like like you first thing in the morning. You eating avocado toast because I, I love avocado toast. And <laughs> I eat avocado toast for my story sometimes, right? Um, but you know, just like sharing like what you like to eat or what's you know, just inviting people in.
0: In yeah, to
1: your life it, it it draws people in. It, it invites people to stay tuned into you mm-hmm. because you're not you're not. It shows that you're not a robot and that you're not just posting a photo every day and then leaving.
0: Yeah, I like that. And it's like, I was just telling one of my girlfriends that I think we need to, you know, do a challenge. Like, um, because she doesn't really like live either. And I was saying, hey, we should do like a five-day challenge. We both challenge each other to try to go live for five days or something like that. So, you know, I'm going to have to challenge myself and just step out of my comfort zone and, and, you know, take your tips. Like if I'm just eating breakfast or, you know, on my way, um, you know, to the grocery store or anything, just try to let people in on that mm-hmm. space so they'll get to know who I am behind the brand, basically.
1: Right. You now, know. As, as as far as um, getting more comments mm-hmm. and getting engagement up on your posts, mm-hmm. what I found to be helpful is not only with me being on stories, but mm-hmm. a lot of these people that respond, like, will comment on my stuff, you know, reciprocate. Go look at their at their page, see what they have going on. Comment on some of their stuff and make sure it's like genuine comments. You right. know, at least four words. Not like
0: act. bots, so you don't look yeah. like a bot, right? Okay.
1: Yeah, like look at their post, read their caption. If you genuinely like it, mm-hmm. genuine comments. And so in turn, because that's happened to me even recently, like there, like there are larger influencers that I've been following for months, but. Because they, you know, because I regularly either comment on their stories, I respond to their stories, I comment on their posts, I regularly DM them about things. They, you know, they see your name across their screen all the time Mm. because you're always commenting. Mm. And so they're like, well, let me follow you back. Let me see what you have going on. That happened to me recently with an influencer that I've been following for months and she finally followed me back. And so now she likes all my posts all the time. Oh, so, okay,
0: and it, you, it, I was just going <laughs> to ask you, did she follow you back? I was just gonna okay. Ask you that. <laughs> yes, she did.
1: Cool. You know, but if you, if you just go around and make yourself known, mm-hmm. you know, like not don't just be again. It's 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 the threat of don't look like a robot.
0: Right. Right.
1: Like, go and actually comment. Go and actually interact with other people's posts, and then those people will see you and be like, oh, you know, well, I like. I like Cameron, she seems really nice mm-hmm. let, me, let me go see what she has going on, Right. Or, oh, turn on her post notifications, you know, so that that's, that's how I, I've gotten my um, I get such a lot of comments on my photos, because I, I meet people at events I, um, I, I meet people in person I meet people online, and you know, just being you, just mm-hmm. being yourself, people mm-hmm. love you right, but your stuff too,
0: love it love it you're going to take it all in. <laughs> okay, so uh, women are changing the world, right? We're breaking barriers in the marketplace and stepping into leadership roles that are redefining our culture. This makes me think of, the Proverbs, of Proverbs 31. Or should I say, the Proverbs 31 um, woman. Uh, so, some of my favorite verses from proverbs thirty one is proverbs thirty one ten She is far more precious than jewels proverbs thirty one seventeen she draws on her strength proverbs thirty one twenty five strength and honor are her clothing and lastly proverbs thirty one twenty six she opens her mouth with wisdom in your opinion, how important is it for women entrepreneurs? to make sure that they walk strong by faith and not by sight?
1: Hmm. I think it's incredibly crucial for any female business owner to at least have a baseline relationship with God. Like, communication mm-hmm. needs to be open because this, this community oftentimes... I feel like Jesus in the wilderness when he was in the wilderness for 40 days.
0: Oh my goodness. (laughs) Please don't talk about the (laughs) wilderness. Oh my goodness.
1: (laughs) You know, no food, no water. You don't know what's going on. You Mm -hmm. know, you feel like you're in the jungle. Right. You don't know what's going on. And without that faith, Mm -hmm. Jesus used his faith in his Father to make it out after 40 days and nights. And so, in turn, as a business owner, you have to have that faith in God Mm -hmm. to understand okay well this particular thing might not be working out for me right now but I know you have something else for me aboard. so right. let's figure out what it is.
0: Right. Well, is I'm, I'm
1: listening to you what mm-hmm. do you want me to do
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I think I know even, even on a personal level when I haven't been right with God or when I haven't been listening to God mm-hmm. is when bad things happen Yeah, like bad things tend to happen more frequently. Mm -hmm. If you don't keep an open line of communication, if you you don't keep your ears to the ground for hearing what God has to say to you, or what God's plan might be for you. Mm -hmm. I think that's so crucial. Not only as a business owner, but like as a woman, period. Right,
0: right, true. Yes. And, and, and speaking of the wilderness is like it, it, when you said that, it, it really hit me because I was just talking to my mom. Like I talked to her about a lot of things and my grandmother, too. But, you know, we talk about faith a lot because she's seen me build my relationship with God so strongly this last past um, year. You know, and I was just telling her, like, I just I feel like I'm still in the wilderness, you know, and it feels like I've been in the same spot for so long. You know, that it's like I'm constantly have to encourage myself to keep the faith and still believe that, you know, it's all going to work out for my good. You know, God told me he showed me everything that he has for me and he doesn't lie. So I just have to keep focused, keep listening to him, keep spending time with him, keep hearing what he's telling me. Right. But when you're in the wilderness, sometimes it's so hard for us not to. You know, walk by faith we we walk in by what we can see, God, this oh, yeah. isn't happening. You told me that you know people when I put this website out, people would come. You told me that when I put this blog out, you know people would come, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like that's not happening, mm-hmm. so it's very, very important that we you know keep our faith and not go by sight, so yeah, Amen.
1: all of that yeah
0: hey guys just wanted to take a quick break to let you guys know that we can receive voice messages if you are really digging this episode or any other episode that you listen to you can go to anchor and send a voice message that i will be able to play on the show so once again guys if you're really liking these episodes please send me a message and let me know all right, let's get back to the episode. Yes, I really love that. That's awesome. So our last question. Um, so I'm going to give you three words and just give me, um, if you can, because um, a lot of people, they like, I can't just give you one word. So if you could give me one word or a phrase for um, these three words that I say to you if you can give me one word when it comes so when I tell you these words (laughs) um tell me one word that comes to your mind if you can't say one word just give me a phrase okay okay all right let's go so culture
1: for the culture hmm okay like it kingdom Um, I think of God when I think of kingdom.
0: Okay, love it, love it. Okay, and entrepreneurship. Uh, entrepreneurship is
1: female.
0: You said email? Female. Female. Ooh, like it. Okay, so first, I got that one. Okay, cool. So, Carmen, it's been a pleasure. I'm so glad you were able to join me. Thank you for being on the show. But before you go, please let my listeners know where we can find you. How can we support you? And if you have any special events or projects coming up.
1: Okay, well firstly, thank you so much for having me on your podcast today. Um, you can find me, so my, so my website is www.naturallycam.com and that's K-A-M, so naturallycam.com. My Instagram is naturallycam. My new vintage shop is called Armoire Vintage my website isn't out yet for that, but you can follow us there at shop armoir Vintage. And you'll get to hear about all, like everything about the website launch, updates, everything you need to know will be there and will also be on Naturally Cam. Um, as far as special projects, I mean, that's, that's, that's been my baby, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm giving birth to my baby <laughs> next week with Armoire Vintage. So I'm really excited about that. I'm giving it my all you know to make sure that it's the best launch ever so look out for that
0: and i think i'm praying i'm gonna pray that it definitely goes off with a hitch i'm gonna pray that you have abundance of customers and everything you know works out for your good and i believe it will
1: so thank you so much yes
0: so thank you guys once again for listening this is episode 13 Um, Until next time, guys, stay encouraged and stay blessed. Bye-bye.